It's your girl, Marisa, and you are listening to the Heard That with Marisa Tigney podcast. What's up, Heard That Nation? Y'all have asked, and you've asked, and you've asked, and it's finally open. The Heard That With Marisa online store at heardthatwithmarisa.com. I got the merch. Finally happened. Swaggy tees, amazing hats, other kinds of different merchandise that I got on there. Check it out today. Thank you for supporting your girl. Uh, Fill up a shopping bag with all kinds of stuff. Give away as gifts or keep it for yourself. All kinds of amazing swag and merchandise. Check it out today. Heard that with Marisa.com. I appreciate your support. I absolutely love doing volunteer service. I have met the most amazing people and some extraordinary kids as well. The cool thing that kids will always ask for when I am volunteering is books. If we have books available for them to take home because their passion and love for reading. There's an amazing author out there by the name of Trevor Romaine who has such cool books for kids that are fun and awesome with simple stories that kids can relate to and parents as well. The Trevor Romaine Company has a diverse collection of social and emotional learning resources to help children and their families become healthier, happier, and more confident. All heard that listeners, if you go on trevorromaine.com today, you get an exclusive 15% off your complete order by using the code HEARDTHAT, H-E-A-R-D-T-H-A-T-1-5 at trevorromaine.com. Trevor Romaine, no E at the end of romaine.com today. What's up, Heard That Nation? Listening in the United States and around the world, you are listening now to the Heard That with Marisa Tigney podcast. If you're watching now on YouTube, I ask you to hit that subscribe button and keep in the know of all the guests and episodes that are becoming to you on this YouTube channel. I have made the commitment, and I have said this many times on the show, if you've been watching and listening on the podcast and all podcast platforms, that I will continue to talk about mental health and wellness. A uh, majority of it has been very important, especially during this pandemic, uh, where people have been challenged mentally and their well-being. And this amazing guest that I have on has written an incredible book about that and talked about it in her journey, and I think is going to relate to a lot of people to make it be okay to talk about when they are not okay. And especially in a situation where they deal with heartbreak and they deal with uh, unfortunate abuse as well as challenge of the mental and, and wellness. And 
Sakina Ibrahim is an NC, NAACP Image Award nominated author, speaker, entrepreneur. She has spent over a decade working in the arts, education, and entertainment industry, providing her an unparalleled experience working with industry legends and impacting lives internationally using the arts and personal development. She is the CEO of her company Stretch and Pray and is dedicated to helping her clients become emotionally, physically, and spiritually balanced. Please, ladies and gentlemen of Heard That Nation, welcome Sakina to the show. Sakina, how are you today? Hey, hey, I'm doing good. I'm so excited to be here. I love the energy already. I'm so excited for the conversation today. Yeah, I, I want people to tune in on and watch on YouTube because Sakina is absolutely stunning. And you can see the radiant energy and the glow that's around her, uh, especially with the topic that we're going to talk about. And her and I chatted briefly before coming on live, uh, those that are listening on the podcast and watching on YouTube. And we were talking about um, where we are at a crossroads of people that may not, uh, that they think they're, they're okay, but they still do not feel safe to come out and get the help that they need with their mental and uh, their wellness and the self-love that they deserve and the healing that they deserve. So Sakina has written an incredible book to begin. It's a journey in self-love and in healing. And Sakina, I just wanna start with um, a question which, I, I am amazed at how many people have followed follow you on Instagram and I'll have you drop your social media handles uh, at the end of the show. But I, I am amazed about how many people have, have followed you and have read this book and have talked about how um, the, big, the big thing that they relate to with you is that you relate to them when it comes to issues about self-healing, about acceptance of self, about admitting when there is a mental crisis, there is a wellness crisis, there is a self-acceptance, a self-healing crisis um, that people have been battling. And I want you to talk about your book and the inspiration behind it to begin. Um, what made you write it? Uh, the, the powerful pages that are in it, I mean, I have it right next to me, uh, basically tabbed up, marked up, uh, printed it, and some of the uh, things that I related to, uh, because it is so hard for us to talk about when we have an issue going on and we try, we sometimes kind of sweep that under the rug. So expand it and talk about what uh, inspired you to write this book. Yeah, so this book was deeply inspired from my own heartbreak. Um, after ending a relationship with a partner I was with for almost 10 years, and the, the time was up. <laughs> we had been through a lot together. Um, he unfortunately had experienced a skydiving accident and I was there by his side um, the entire time, you know, as a partner, as a caregiver, and uh, essentially he was paraplegic. And so there was a lot of different layers in the relationship, right? Like all these challenges, am I abandoning him? Am I, you know, all these things that came up. Mm -hmm. But ultimately when the relationship as a love relationship was over, I had to decide to choose myself. Mm -hmm. And that pushed me into discovering my identity in a new way. Cause I mean, I only knew myself in the context of this love relationship. 10 years is a long time. <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs> you know, that's, that's a long time. And, and so much of you changes, uh, so much of your personal identity is, is molded 
um, in and by our relationships. So that really catapulted me to the next level in wanting to heal myself, wanting to look back into my childhood traumas and experiences and things that, you know, culturally we sort of just say, be strong and keep moving, you know, <laughs> be strong mm -hmm. and keep going. Forward. Or don't talk about it and just sweep it under the rug and keep pushing. Or, talk you know, you can, it. yeah. And you, I mean, I don't, and I, I was one of those people, right? I was one of those ones where it was just like, okay, this heartbreak happened. This breakup happened. This missed opportunity happened. Uh, I missed out on a promotion. You know, all of the, 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 mm. the triggers, the, tra the tragedies that happened throughout, but I suppressed that down. And yeah. you're like one tragedy away from snapping or one tragedy away from, you know, having a mental breakdown. And I yeah. think that the stigma of us holding on to that and just keeping ourselves, well, if I get involved in this committee, if I get involved in this activity, if I stay busy, if you know, all of this will make me forget about mm. the, the, the issues that I had and the tragedies that I had and, and the heartbreak that I had. And that most of the time is not the case because it makes it, yeah. it makes it absolutely worse. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we try to work it away or um, I have a chapter in my book called Sex It Away. That is a deep chapter, you know? yes. <laughs> that chapter yes. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good mm -hmm. one. <laughs> um, we, we try to do all kinds of things to, to assist us in avoiding with sitting with how we feel. Mm -hmm. It's not, and I always say like, there's no blame here. Who the heck was supposed to teach us how to feel? <laughs> like, right no I had a single mom mom was working she mm -hmm. was coping doing the best that she could with her adult stuff right I always give her a shout out because she did the dang thing when it came to raising two children on her own so it's like who is supposed to teach us to do these things when it comes to our emotional and mental well-being mm -hmm. so now because the world has been flipped upside down in a pandemic it's becoming a hot topic um, and people are realizing oh, I'm not okay. Oh, therapy is normal. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, I can, I can talk about these different things that I've been through because the truth is, is we all have experienced some level of trauma and it just manifests itself in kind of different magnitudes, right? So my trauma have, may have been a little bit different than your trauma. Yours might be less, mine's might be more. So we have to just recognize that trauma is kind of a part of our life mm -hmm. and not be caught up in feeling like there's a stigma behind it. Right. And I think that it, it is imperative that when people experience trauma, it's trauma. And the thing that I, I saw, it, you, you beautifully wrote in your book too, is and, and this is why I respect you as an author. And then I, like I told you, I had other guests that are on the show when I read their book and their material and they would check out their website and everything else. I appreciate that you are relatable on the level of a person that has gone through similar situations as you do. You don't just give advice about, you know, okay, we'll pray it away. And it, it, I mean, it's more deeper than that because sometimes. Prayer is there and it's so absolutely amazing and whatnot, but sometimes you need to cry, you need to scream, you need to get therapy, you need to, you know, get that one-on-one yeah. -on -one connection with somebody that can push you through past all, all the struggle and, and the pain. And that's why I appreciate in the book, in the book to begin, that 
there is always a beginning and there's mm. always an ending, yeah. right? And so people think that it's like, okay, well, there's a beginning, there's an ending, but I don't know if I can begin again because I'm already stuck in the mess. And I'm already stuck in in, in the issues. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and it, like, I'm already stuck in the issues and I'm already stuck in that. So how did I get myself unstuck? For you, you have beautifully written about, you know, the relationship that you got out of. And then, you know, chapter three, you know, sex in a way, which, you know, I want you to talk about uh, that, not give it away because I want people to get the book and, and read it for themselves. But what, through your journey of intimacy and knowing what true intimacy mm. is versus the, I need intimacy right now, but it had no love to it versus intimacy. Mm. Well, as versus intimacy, <laughs> where there is love. Talk about that a little bit with, when you were writing that chapter that you had to stand back and look at those pages and be like, Ooh, girl, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Well, first I have to just commend you because you did your research, girl. <laughs> you did your work. And that makes these conversations so much um, more deep, right? They make them more authentic because mm -hmm. you're you're speaking from an informed place. So thank you so much Absolutely. <laughs> for, for grabbing the book and reading it. I read that chapter, actually, I read that chapter a couple, two or three times because I was grabbing some ahas you put in there that I want you to talk about of what, you know, why you wrote the, the, the chapter um, so that the people that are listening and watching can just, I wanted them to hear it from your words because mm -hmm. I think they're going to be like, yeah, that's me. Yeah, she right. Yeah. yeah, let me get on here and order this book. <laughs> you know, sex is something that's all around us. I mean, children are exposed to sex at a young age. Sex is all over social media. It, everything is about sex. But there is not the coaching or the guidance or um, even hearing words of wisdom from our elders about sex and for black women our sexuality mm -hmm. right everybody right now is grabbing a piece of our sexuality and getting it surgically implanted into their mm -hmm. bodies mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. not understanding that your your sexuality is not necessarily connected to sex Mm -hmm. You know, it's not necessarily connected to giving yourself away to anyone or uh, sharing yourself. It's more so my journey has been really clear and got more clear once I decided to step away from having active sex <laughs> and said, okay, what is my relationship with me? What is the, what is my intimate relationship with myself? Mm -hmm. And those, these, the, all of these things really came up as questions and I just began to pray and I began to investigate and do, you know, read and listen to other women and what their perspectives were about their relationships and their sensual relationships with themselves, with their own bodies. A lot of people don't even know who they are without sex. That's really, really complicated. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, who, who are you, like I was saying earlier, without an individual, you know, as a partner? Who are you without, you know, casual sex? That's a, it's a really deep relationship. Can you sit and be with yourself? Not Ooh, a lot of people can. Mm -hmm. And so if you can't sit and be with yourself, what makes you think that someone else wants to sit and be with you? And, the and then you're like, well, <laughs> Why are all my relationships failing? Yeah, <laughs> and the you, problem- You wouldn't know because you don't know who you are. <laughs> exactly, and the problem with that is, if you don't know who you are, you got people that will label you 
who they think you are. You know, oh, yeah. and we see this all the time on the news. We see it all the time on reality TV. When somebody, you see all these dating shows, all these, you know, matchmaking yeah. shows and all this other yeah. stuff. And it's an uncomfortable watch for me because I see this person that's going through and trying to find the love of their life. And mm. they're going through all these potentials to get to their potential. And then nine times out of 10, it's not lasting. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And so yeah. when you have that person that's going through that, and going through the motions for the exposure, for the paycheck, for the um, you know the likes and the follows on their social media platforms. At the mm. end of the day, when the cameras are turned off and all of that is in, and the music is faded and the last rose given, um, you know, I think that is an important question you ask. You're like, who are you? You know, because the world has already said who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, people that are close to you have labeled you. You know, people that have watched. Uh, who you are, but do you know who you are yeah. as a person? And I think that right. is so key that you just said that. Right. And you don't lose anything by taking some time to date you. Mm-hmm. You don't lose, you don't lose anything. You gain, let me tell you, <laughs> you really, really gain in the, the pleasures of who you are, the pleasures mm-hmm. of this world, the pleasures of, I talk in my book about building a relationship with God. You know, you don't, you don't lose anything. And a lot of people, I mean, we all experience some levels of loneliness because of the pandemic, right? So mm-hmm. if, if, even if it's like, I'm lonely and there's seven kids at this house. Like, right, right. I have friends like that. I'm like, what do you mean you're lonely? You have a husband and a child. How are you lonely? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't understand. But yeah. that's a real, you know, that's part of our human experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, there, there's no L with, with dating you and there's no L with dating yourself and being with yourself even if you are in a relationship mm-hmm. you know I'm all for the reality shows are hilarious you know yeah <laughs> they're 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 very entertaining but you have to realize this is not reality mm-hmm. <laughs> this is scripted television you know they call it unscripted but it's mm-hmm. scripted television and um, I was actually up for a couple of shows uh, that I had to to, to kind of pivot on because I was like you know I don't think the theme of you know finding love on reality television is what I want to be part of my journey mm-hmm. because of what that comes with you mm-hmm. know the entire world in your business right. <laughs> and there's actually nothing more um, impactful than the partner that you choose to have in your life. Mm-hmm. Well talk about your journey a little bit because you had beautifully put that in your book, you know, about your dating situation and you walking away from a 10 year relationship. And it's like hard when, especially us as women, where we think we found the love of our life and mm-hmm. knowing doggone well deep inside and that, in, that in, in our inner gut, that intuition is like, what are you still doing here? And we are comfortable of being okay you know, comfortable of just mediocre and not realizing in, in our heart of hearts and in our minds, we deserve better. But he takes mm. me out, but he does this, but he, he brings me this and everything else. And we, at, and we get at that mental where we're just stuck in um, that, like I said, that level of okay and not top tier. Mm. Um, when did you discover that for yourself that it was just like, okay, in order for these doors to open for me, I need to finally, you know, be that person that's going to step out and, and uh, talk about that. Cause I know we just did a little bit, but 
address that to those that are listening and are watching that have to make that gut deep down decision that knowing doggone well, they should have walked away a long time ago. What <laughs> happened? You know, because people always say what they say to you. And I know you get in contact with so many people. It's like, well, Sakina, it's easier said than done. We have a child together. We have a house together. We have this together. We have that together. And, and I know you, you, you get all <laughs> kinds of emails, messages, DMs, texts, all of that about that. So expand on your journey and then how somebody can uh, learn from the, 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 the way that you had finally discovered it for yourself that you deserve better and what has happened since then. Mm, so deep, so good, so good. I think I really had to ask myself, is fear holding me here or is love holding me here? Mm. And so somebody, y'all can take that <laughs> in every aspect of your life. What's really holding me here? Um, I think that it is difficult no matter which way you look at it to decide to move on from a place that's comfortable for you. You know, no matter, no matter which way you look at it. But I think that you have to be courageous and love yourself enough to move past your comfort zone does that make sense That's so good. for myself I had a couple of aha moments and they hurt they were very uncomfortable they were very uncomfortable because I lit and I talk about it in the book where I'm like what am I going to do <laughs> where am I going to live I need a new car I mean I literally had to start from scratch because our lives were so interwoven together mm -hmm. and all of those things that came up that would keep me there out of comfort it was like so and God was like I'm saying move <laughs> I'm saying Ooh, go <laughs> so it's like that um that meme you see where like Jesus has the, the big teddy bear behind and he's like you got to give me the little teddy bear first you know you have to have faith to step out and what it is that you feel in your intuition mm -hmm. and, and what it is God is telling you to do, even if you don't know what's next. Um, I know in the last section of my book, I talk about don't be afraid to begin. You know, don't be afraid to be wiped out to nothing, because honestly, God is going to restore every little thing you may feel you've lost. Mm -hmm. And because of for myself, because of the obedience right? <laughs> yeah. That is, that is what is allowing my life to come together so beautifully. Mm -hmm. You know, it's coming together so beautifully. And, and, you know, this individual was like a rock star individual, like completely my Prince Charming, like, right. you yeah. know, a, a rock star. I've yet to meet someone to live up to how wonderful he was to me. Um, and how wonderful he was as a person, which makes all this even more complicated. You know, mm -hmm. it's like, mm -hmm. well, if it was all good, then... <laughs> you know then what are you doing um but I think having standards you know for yourself also knowing where what it is that you truly want for your life there's things that I truly wanted for my life um, that I knew wasn't going to be fulfilled in that relationship mm -hmm. so I, I had to be courageous enough um to move on and and to trust myself. Oh, that's the other part. Trusting yourself. Yes. Come what may. We it's a it's a roller coaster here. Right. <laughs> it's rocky. Come what may, I'm gonna stand. 
you know, I know that I'm a strong person and mm-hmm. I've been, life has hit me with some pretty big bricks, yeah. <laughs> but it's mm-hmm. like, you know what? I stood last time. I'm going to stand again, mm-hmm. you know, and we all have that inside of us. Yes. And not run back after the bricks come, after back, the fear comes, that part, you go, know, go back. Go back. Yes. Because <laughs> it is, and I'm so glad that you know you went there with it because as soon as a storm comes, as soon as you call them, you know, bricks, you know, fear and all that comes, it's like, oh my goodness, I shouldn't have gone, I shouldn't have left, I shouldn't have left, and then you know, go back to where you shouldn't have gone, you, you shouldn't have stayed that length of time, and you know, it gets worse. And uh, and I know you've seen this in many people that you have, you know, coached and you have, you know, mentored and, and everything else. And I want you to share that as well, you know, after the relationship, you know, and the storms that you have endured and everything, um, you have been uh, a speaker and a motivator for so many. And I love, you know, I went on your, your website and just saw, you know, that you also mentor, you know, these young, amazing girls to have a voice to speak up and, and yeah. empower, you know, our next generation. People call them the next generation. I'm calling them the generation now because mm. they are doing things now. It's like, oh, when you, when you get older, you're going to impact the world. Well, they're impacting the world now and people need to pay attention to that. These 10, 11, 12 year old young people, younger than that, that are finding their voice, buying their passion, standing up for what they believe in. Mm. We just need to make sure that we are guiding them in the, in the right place and, and telling them that they are the generation to make that change today. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about going back, right? <laughs> I think that there's a such thing as shifting what your relationships look like, right? So going back for me wasn't going back into a romantic relationship, but going back was really taking some time to heal. There was like two years of no communication and you know life had its way of uh bringing us back together to reconcile and have a a uncomfortable conversation that needed to be had Mm -hmm. and and think about friendship right thinking about how to be cordial right and and sometimes it's worth it some people are worth it and then some people aren't right yeah (laughs) and that leads me to want to talk about a time where i did go back to someone who was not worthy right? Like someone who I was involved with who was very abusive. Mm. And it was like that back and forth thing. And then I I remember kind of holding my head and I was like, you're not this girl. You're not. I'm grateful I went through it because it taught me how easy it is to get caught in those situations. Mm -hmm. I was like, Miss Woman's Empowerment? Miss Girl's Empowerment? (laughs) How could I be in a situation that's toxic and abusive and considering after I left going back and then going back and it being even more of a disaster. How could that happen to me? And it made me so compassionate and it made me understand it can happen to anybody, girl. Mm -hmm. This just revealed some wounds of yourself that you didn't know were there. (laughs) This reveals some more self-work that you have to do. This revealed what's really out there, you know, in the world. This reveals mm-hmm. how it easy it is to be taken advantage of, right? How a big heart can, can be taken advantage of. And also, like, don't be, just don't be stupid. Yeah. <laughs> you know better. Right. 
And so it, it was that for me. Um, and, and so none, none of the, of what I'm sharing and my experience is, is, is easy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's literally you walking your path in life and discovering what right feels like and what wrong feels like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it. And right. once you know what wrong for you feels like, you're like, oh, I'm not going there. I know what that feels like. It didn't feel good. So I'm choosing other, mm-hmm. you know, I see it as sometimes like there's a, you know, a big bonfire you wouldn't just walk through the fire and get yourself because what you walk through the fire and you stand there, what's going to happen? You're going to get burned. So it's just like, if you know you're not supposed to be in that relationship, if you know you're not supposed to be hooked up in that friendship, if you're not supposed to be in that space of toxicity, yeah. that's basically like standing in the middle of that fire. Mm, right? So good. So good. I love that analogy. I love mm-hmm. that analogy. And it's so important for us as women as mothers as aunties and sisters and sometimes it's just cousins um, or even teachers as we walk out our lessons and we learn certain things about life and ourselves to pay it forward you know pay it forward that you know little seven-year-old girl is watching you (laughs) everything Mm -hmm. that you do and it's being put into her subconscious it's being put into her mind she's being socialized how you relate to men what you do what you say how you look all of these things is literally we're programming the children Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know so that's why I try to uh you know create spaces for for young women to talk about their needs um, to talk about how they're feeling. Today's generation, they're going through different different challenges, especially when it comes to identity mm-hmm. um, and also coping with the world around them. Like, I'm so glad I'm not in middle school <laughs> with, with social media. Yeah. Uh, it's hard. It's a really, really rough thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so whether you want to be or not, you know, you are a mentor. <laughs> whether you want to be or not, you're part of creating what the next generation is going to be and how they feel and see themselves in the world. I mean, it's amazing to me how the term influencer is popular now on social media, but influencers have been everywhere. You, you mm. see what I'm saying? Like what you've said, okay. they have been every single, every, everywhere that you, you go to, every place you go to, there's always an influencer. They're either going to influence you to be your best self or they're mm. going to influence you to steer you mm. off the path. Yeah. You know, so uh, I, I like that uh, you talked about that and, and you are the CEO of Stretch and Pray. And I want you to talk a little bit about how you started it and uh, what that is all about. Yes. So Stretch and Pray uh, was really evolved from what I did to heal myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had to have a movement practice. Um, you know, I am I am a dancer. I'm a dance teacher. Um, so moving my body, stretching, working out, dancing, that's always been a part of coping and healing for myself. Mm -hmm. Um, Even, you know, as I was a little girl, I always say dance saved my life. Um, So I realized that that was not a norm for everybody. Mm -hmm. I did not know this. I've been around artists my whole life. (laughs) So I was like, what do you mean you don't stretch in the morning? (laughs) So I wanted to um, create a, a, a platform and a business that would encourage movement and wellness as well mm-hmm. as spiritual development and personal growth. And that's where the pray comes in because I'm a praying woman. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> 
I remember a time I wasn't mm-hmm. <laughs> and it got real, real messy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, so prayer and meditation has uh, given me strength and, and wisdom and the ability to, to forge through my obstacles um, and, and thrive and have victory. And, uh, you know, again, not, not everybody's used to that. Not everybody knows how. And so I, I wanted um, Stretch and Pray to really be a, a space for supporting girls, women, uh, couples in their journey to wellness. That's so important to be well and to live well. Um, whether it's you walk outside, like you said, pray or, you know, meditate or just to walk outside and take a moment and just be still. Be still, be, yeah. be still in the awe and the radiance of just quiet. Uh, mm-hmm. I know, like I said, that you have you had people that have been part of your stretch and pray and in the, in the program and your mentorship and everything else. Yeah. Can you talk about a time where you encountered either a couple or a young person that you had mentored that was part of your program, that their story, their uh, feedback has, uh, has resonated with you or moved mm. you? Because uh, I know you probably got like tons uh, of, of things, but what has been wow. a story that you can recall that uh, was just like, mm. pretty much moved you emotionally, possibly to tears? Ooh, to tears. Okay, now I have to change my person. <laughs> <laughs> or, or maybe I'll, I'll talk about two. Um, so the first person that came to mind uh, was actually a Muslim woman who I had as a client. And she was like, not interested in dancing, not interested in moving, but knew that she needed to do something. Mm-hmm. Um, and so as we sort of progressed through my classes and through my sessions, I saw this aha moment go off inside of her where she was like, oh, this is how you, oh, this is how my body moves. I was like, pull your hip back. Oh, you know, it became this like moment of empowerment because she felt in control of her body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you feel in control of your body, you might feel a little more in control of your life too. You know, mm-hmm. all these all these things are one, they work together. Um, so that was a very rewarding moment, um, sort of seeing an individual who had no movement practice finally begin to enjoy a movement practice and then start to feel empowered um, in her own body and, and start she to felt lo- like she loved herself yeah I was gonna say that next and start to mm-hmm. love her own body because we constantly judge our bodies mm-hmm. we it's just part of society you know as women you go through target and there's all these ways to fix yourself right <laughs> all these ways to lose weight or to get a new face or there's all these ways. Um, but I like for my clients to really sh- sort of strip themselves of the ways that they fix themselves and learn to love themselves for who they are. That's at, that's at the core. And so when those moments happen, um, you know, even, even for myself, I had a moment where I was like, I'm not going to wear makeup for a little while. I really want to heal my skin. Mm-hmm. Right. And so when you call me beautiful today, and I have no makeup on. <laughs> I, I mean, really y'all, <laughs> this is why I want people to check out this YouTube episode because Sakina is absolutely radiant and it shows through everything that you're doing and, uh, you know, what you believe in and the, the core values that you teach. You implement that also on yourself. It isn't just you, you know, saying, you know, this and that. You make sure you live your life to the fullest and stretch and pray and this and that. But you're absolutely a living testament yourself 
oh, yeah. of everything that you said. So that's why I said the beauty and the core and the, and the essence of what you say, you can actually see that on your face. Wow. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That it, it matters so much. You know, that compliment means so much because, you know, I just believe in doing the work. I, I can't, I've been teaching a long time and I can't teach anything I don't know. And so if I want to help women to be in love with themselves, to heal the wounds of their past and really step into their purpose um, in a deeper way, mm-hmm. I can only do it if I know it. I can only do it if I'm living it. You know, it's sort of like cleaning up my mess to help others clean up theirs. Oh, that's deep. Let me let me marinate on that for a minute, because that's really good. That is, that is really good. And it's just <laughs> it's as simple as breathing in and breathing out. You know, yeah. taking that deep breath. I have a, you know, I'm sure people that have an iPhone watch or uh, a a watch that will remind you to just breathe. Cause sometimes we forget to just the simplest thing mm. is that to take uh mm-hmm. you know three minutes out and just simply breathe um and that that's that's basically what it is is just realize okay i have a purpose i'm here there's something that i should be doing there's some um passion that i have inside of me mm. just stop take a moment and breathe it in of gratitude grace and thanksgiving and then breathe it out yes yeah, and that's, and that's I love the it. best thing. What is, it. before I let you go, um, I, I asked this on, with some of my guests that I've had on the show. What is a, a, ma- a mantra of yours that you live by? Um, mm. And it could be one that you even you know, created, uh, and a mantra that is very important to you, that is basically, you could say that that's like your mission statement. Uh, mm. And why is that mantra important to you? Ooh, so good. So good. I love your questions. One is definitely I am enough every day. And I am worthy every day. And I also spend a lot of time reading the Psalms. I find so much comfort um, in in Psalms 23. Mm -hmm. And in Psalms 91, 23, which talks about uh, this is the Lord is my shepherd, very common, um, which talks about being comforted and provided for. Um, and 91, which talk, talks about protection, right? Being mm-hmm. hidden underneath the wings of his shadows. Oh, it's so it's good. The <laughs> it's so good. It's like, what? You, there's nothing you can do to me. I'm underneath the wings of the exactly. shadows of the almighty. What? I'm protected. I'm protected. <laughs> It's surrounded by his protection, his love, nothing like it. Nothing like it. So um, those are part of my daily practice, waking Mm -hmm. up and going to sleep. um, Those are really important to me. That is absolutely impactful and it's absolutely beautiful. How can people follow you on social media? Okay, you can follow me at Sakina underscore world. Sakina is spelled S-A-K-I-N-A underscore world that is across all platforms instagram and twitter and facebook beautiful sakina you have been absolutely amazing people please follow her on social media follow her on ig check out her book to begin a journey of self-love and healing because healing starts with all of us we need to give ourselves permission to love one our one another but also we can't love one another 
until we love ourselves. We got to love right. ourselves and allow the healing to begin. Sakina Ibrahim. Ibrahim? Ibrahim. You got it. Okay. <laughs> well, you get it right. Sakina Ibrahim, thank you so much for coming on the Heard That Podcast. Thank you for having me. You're absolutely welcome. And thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, I heard that nation for listening today. And as I always, always end the show, please be kind to one another. Take care and stay safe. We out. Yeah. TikTok, I'm just rolling on the block. Recently heard that. Pocket show about to start. Heard that. You should know if entertainment is your goal. You're talking sports and travel, yo. Everything she says is truth. If you don't know, now you know. All you ever gotta say is, Heard that, heard that, heard that, heard that, heard that. Look, all you ever gotta say is, Heard that, heard that. Be in the know of new episodes that are coming up on the podcast at heardthatwithmarisa.com. I'm also available on Instagram at Marisa Tigney Podcast, on Twitter at Lovely Marisa T, as well as Facebook on a social media page, Heard That With Marisa Tigney. I appreciate your continued support. Everything she says is truth. If you don't know, now you know. All you ever gotta say is, Heard that, heard that, heard that, heard that, heard that. Look, all you ever gotta say is, Heard that, heard that.